On our Tuesday morning spotlight, I'm Jake Leiter filling in for Tim Matthews this week. And on the phone line today, we've got District 877 Superintendent Scott Thielman. Scott, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jake. It's good to be here. All right. And I understand you've got some things to uh, talk to us about in the uh, what's happening in District 877. I do. Uh, to begin with, I want to um, the, uh, recognize... Sydney Rhodes. Um, she is a student council representative to the Board of Education. And um, our school board meeting uh, was on Monday, May 24th, last um, a week ago. And um, at that meeting, we recognized Sydney for her uh, contribution serving on, on the school board. Every year, we have a, a student representative who, who serves on the on the school board uh, at the meetings and gives us updates uh, of what's happening at the high school. Um, and this year was obviously a unique year where um, Sydney wasn't even be uh, wasn't able to attend in person um, and attended all the meetings virtually. But uh, we were able to, or uh, she was able to work it out um, on May 24th, and she was there in person. And the board recognized her for her uh, year of service and um, provided her um, with a plaque uh, and and uh, an appreciation of her service and and coming to and being part of those meetings every single year. Um, at the board meeting, um, we also uh, worked through. Um, issues that uh, were related to staffing and probationary staff, and I'll get uh, a bit more into that um, in in another update uh, that I had topic that I have uh, laid out for us. And then the board also approved um, their um, meeting calendar. So just um, just for a point of information. The school board meets uh, twice a month. They all meet on uh, on Mondays, the second and the fourth Monday of the month. Um, there are obviously some Mondays that have five, uh, uh, some months that have five Mondays, and uh, so yesterday was one of those. Uh, we did not meet. Um, and in July and December, the school board only meets one time per month. In July, it's the fourth Monday of the month. It's an early meeting. It's 4.30. Um, and then in December, it's the second Monday of the month, and it is a 7 p.m. start. So um, workshops start, uh, start at 4.30 p.m., and board meetings start at um, 7 p.m. in the boardroom. Um, and I just want to give uh, an update to uh, your listeners at KRWC and our um, Buffalo Hanover Montrose School District um, uh, community um, uh, update. Uh, most recently, the safe learning plan that um, all school districts have to follow, it, um, and was passed um, part of the governor's executive orders at the beginning of the year. I think it was July 28th last year that that went into play uh, and into uh, place. Uh, those mandates end on June 13th. So the safe learning plan sunsets June 13th. And so the mandates that um, are part of that um, also um, end at that time. But that doesn't mean that um, requirements and recommendations end 
um, through this pandemic. Um, we um, in the school district have to f- continue to follow mandates from the CDC and the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota Department of Education. So right now we're getting ready for summer school. Um, we have students who are working to uh, at the high school level might have some credit recovery opportunities at the elementary level and middle school level again catch up remediation um, to um, make up some work and then at uh, elementary level continuing to work on some skill development in math and reading and then also extension um, activities uh, through our summer sunblock program so we're working through all of those details right now, trying to um, make sure that we're in compliance and meeting all the mandates um, that are uh, set forth by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota Department of Education. So um, more documents that we are um, combing through and making sure that we meet all those requirements. And so that, um, you know, that, that's from the MDE and MDH uh, side of things. Um, I also wanted to touch base just a few minutes on the legislative session. Um, the uh, legislative session officially ended on uh, May 17th, and um, in that time, um, the the legislature did not come out um, and finalize their um, requirements of uh, passing a budget, and so therefore. Um, they are going to have to have a special session. Um, with the special session, um, they have to pass a budget. It's a mandate. Um, they have to pass a budget um, by June 30th every year uh, in the in the biennium, and um, so it's the they're passing legislation, um, policies, and statutes, and then also determining funding for the state of Minnesota. And they do that in a biennium where they uh, are going to do it for the fiscal year uh, 21-22 and then also for the fiscal year 22-23. And uh, when they go through that process, um, they determine the level of uh, as one one of the main items that I'm interested in, the school board or, or members are interested in, are uh, school funding. And um, we heard that they knew they were going to miss the um, the deadline for the um, for the funding, and uh, they knew they were going to have to go into special session. And what we heard in an announcement is that the governor and the uh, Senate majority leader and the House uh, speaker came up with an agreement on some budget targets. And then they set, um, they set those dates for them to um, formalize or uh, outline what, um, you know, what the monies and how they would be allocated by um, May 28th. And that was last Friday. They were coming together to determine, okay, here's, here's where, uh, what education will get, here's what health and human services, all the different components of, of um, the state budget. Well, that deadline was missed. It, um, 
It was on May 28th, as I said, and then they also have a self-imposed uh, deadline of this Friday to come up with the, any policy changes or statute uh, changes uh, by this Friday. Um, I am uh, I am concerned um, as these target uh, dates have been missed already with the first one uh, with the budget items. Um, school districts were slated to get um, 5.25 million. Uh, more dollars um, for funding, 525 uh, uh, million uh, in funding uh, for the first year of the biennium, 675 million for the second year of the biennium, and they also had some money. The governor had money, uh, 75 million for summer school, which could be used into the next year. Um, the problem with all of this is that's all just. Uh, an announcement. It's a press conference. It doesn't really mean anything until um, it's passed in a uh, special session. And any of the bills and the legislation that took place in the regular session that didn't get passed might have come out of committee, might have come out of the House and been sent over to the Senate, or might have come out of the Senate and sent over to the House, None of those bills uh, that were signed, or if they weren't signed by the governor in the la- in the regular session, they have to start all over again. Now they may have the the framework and the in the um, internal workings of the of the policy or the statute or or even the budget um, components of it, but um, unless it's it's passed, they have to start all over. And they can pull from that framework, um, but there's no guarantee in a special session. It has to be introduced um, separately in a special session. It can't carry over from the regular session. And if uh, my understanding is next Monday, um, excuse me, on the June 14th, the, the legislature will go into a special session. That's my understanding. And if that occurs... Um, there's no guarantee that they would be done um, in a timely manner. And the clock is ticking. And so if they don't pass this budget by June 30th, the state uh, begins to shut down. So the state parks will shut down. Workings of the, of the state government will, will come to an end um, and um, be in emergency mode only and keeping the lights on if they pass something out of the uh, special session. Um, And that's very disconcerting to a school district who is um, offering uh, summer programming for our staff and our students. So it is um, something that we are watching intently, um, just as a point of information for um, your listeners and for our community. The school district did reduce seven and a half uh, teaching positions. Uh, we we're going to use, uh, we we're going to reduce um, 15 based on um, student enrollment because we lost enrollment this year, um, as school districts throughout the state have. Um, I think there were 17,000 fewer students throughout the state. Um, and we were, uh, Buffalo Handler Montrose School District was set to eliminate uh, 15 positions, the school board um, working through with our director of finance and operations, myself and and others, um, uh, determined that um, 
we would utilize some of the federal funding um, to help uh, reduce our reduction by half. And so this year we reduced seven and a half positions, but um, we never know uh, exactly how many or how much uh, funding we're going to receive each year until students uh, walk through the doors uh, and, uh, and attend in person. This year was very um, different, obviously, because of the safe learning plan. We had to offer uh, uh, three different models uh, in person, um, meaning all students could be in person and there was no so, uh, physical distancing required. Uh, a hybrid model where uh, they could be in person, but you could only be at 50% capacity, and you had strict uh, physical distancing of six feet between students and teachers and everyone, and then also um, a distance learning option. So any family that chose to um, be part of a distance learning uh, option uh, they could do so, and uh, school districts had to provide the technology and the means by which uh, our students would receive instruction um, from their teachers. So we went through all of those pieces. Um, uh, we went from a high of about 1,200 students um, choosing distance learning down to about 900 at this time. And um, we're working through um, all of those um, components. And as I said earlier, now the, um, the safe learning plan that mandated those options will um, be sunset on June 13th. So um, I, um, that's kind of an update where we are with the legislative session and uh, kind of rolling into um, celebrations and end-of-year um, um, protocols. Uh, I do want to just um, remind listeners and parents, um, for secondary students, the, the school year will um, be in session for students who need to catch up. Uh, this has been a unique year, obviously, and there are circumstances beyond um, our students' control where they might have to quarantine uh, because of an exposure on a bus or in a classroom, especially at a secondary level. And um, they need to catch up or make up some of that work. So we're going to do something similar to what we did for our students, uh, secondary students, at, um, at the end of uh, March, March 31st and April 1st, where um, students will be coming in to work on standards and catch up on tests or assignments um, or um, make up um, work that um, will help them pass those classes, earn those credits, and um, get them over that, the, the finish line. So that is happening for our secondary, middle, and high school students um, on the last two days um, of June, June 9th and 10th. Um, students um, will be able to attend on the 9th and 10th at the high school and middle school, um, they are just going to have to contact the school to make sure that uh, the buses uh, notify, are notified so that they can be picked up on their regular route because we will be running all the regular routes. They might be slightly modified uh, based on the number of students that we um, will be picking up uh, for that end of year um, for the secondary students. And then I also want to uh, recognize some 
celebrations um, as we're uh, heading into the uh, across the finish line. We have this week and the last official day of school is June 10th, and um, for all of our students. And I'm just looking at our school calendar. We we know that um, um, we have celebrations with kindergarten graduations or um, school picnics, uh, field days at the elementary, um, and uh, having those uh, recognition assemblies. And um, at the secondary level, uh, we continue with all of the um, activities that are already scheduled. Um, we we were fortunate this year, um, not as many probably rainouts and bad weather days as we've had in the past. So we're um, celebrating all of those and um, and wishing our students well. Um, and then the big culminating activities are coming up. Um, we have uh, a pride uh, uh, transition program uh, diploma ceremony that is on Wednesday. Uh, June 9th at 1 p.m., and that's always uh, a really uh, um, exciting and pleasant um, ceremony. Um, it's uh, very personal for those families that are part of that program and um, watching their uh, their child be recognized uh, in that diploma ceremony. So Pride um, kicks off the graduations um, on June uh, Wednesday, June 9th. And then um, for the first time this year, we are um, combining the the high school, the Buffalo High School um, graduation with the Phoenix Learning um, uh, Program uh, graduation. And that will be on Friday, June 11th at 7 p.m. Um, Normally, we have the graduation ceremony in the gym. For the first time this year, we are, um, Mr. Mishke and his staff are planning an outdoor celebration and graduation ceremony. So um, it will be out, um, out on the, on the uh, Bison Field West. Um, every year, we have limited um, capacity um, and uh, students or seniors are given graduation tickets uh, so that they um, and their family members can attend the graduation ceremony. This year it won't be any different because it's outdoors. Um, people might think, hey, we anybody can come. It's a big stadium. It's a big uh, uh, space that we can accommodate as many people as we want. Um, that's not the case um, because... In um, in the event of inclement weather, uh, we might have to move that graduation ceremony inside, back into the gymnasium. So um, there will continue to be the the number of um, uh, parents and family that will be allowed to be part of that. And Mr. Mishke is communicating that with all the seniors and their families. Um, and then the the all night grab party has been modified for those seniors. Um, still going to have something, um, but it won't look like it has uh, traditionally. And then, uh, typically, our uh, adult basic ed graduation we're part of a, a consortium, a collaborative with many other districts, and um, the Buffalo Hanover Montrose School District hosts that. Um, we are going to continue to we'll have that uh, host that. 
event again, and that will be on uh, Tuesday, June 15th, and that'll be here in the Discovery Elementary and Discovery Center Auditorium. So uh, we look forward to that um, final culminating uh, activity, and then we're, as I said, uh, to kick off the this update, we're looking forward to uh, students uh, beginning uh, summer school and um, having the summer sunbox program for the summer and all of the activities that go along with that. All right. And uh, if anyone's got any questions, is there a uh, place they can contact you? Yes. Um, I can be reached at uh, 763-682-8707. 763-682-8707. All right. Sounds good. And uh, thank you for being on Spotlight today. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate the opportunity, and I wish everybody uh, a great summer. I won't be back on uh, until uh, the beginning of the school year in September. All right, and uh, we'll probably talk with you then. Sounds great. All right. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Again, District 877 Superintendent Scott Thielman on today's Spotlight on KRWC. And just another reminder, we will have a Spotlight Extra coming up in just a few minutes.